And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice Master. Before you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Shit, dice roll. Oh, no, a natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Kablow. Oh. You saved me, Dice Master. How do you do it? I get all my dice from Modern Artifice. They're high-end, stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your utility belt today. Another day saved thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice, for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties. Yes, of course, right away. Here you are, sorry Mark. about the wait. Um, what can I get for you? Uh, could you repeat that? It's awfully loud in here. Yes, Mark. Oh, oh yes. Uh, hello, Kaz. Um, what do you need? Another round for me and my friends. For you and who? One for me, one for Trogar, one for Schmitty, and one for Urkir. Oh, Kaz, I, I, I beg your pardon, but you just pointed at yourself, an empty bottle on the bar, me, and then yourself again. Uh, just give me all five and I'll sort out where they go. Well, I just pawned you another not 30 seconds ago. Surely you're not done already. How much have you had it? What, what has you barely touched it? Uh, would you look at that? Empty. Oh, goodness. All right, just give me one moment. Hey, everyone, listen. Sh shut up. Hey, everybody, listen. Shut up. Shut, shut up. I have something important to say. Oh no, Kaz, please. I, I've learned it's nearly impossible for you to hurt yourself, but the rest of us are- Oh! <laughs> oh. If only we had an antique table as a ruthless autocrat instead of a vampire, we'd all be free. Hey, Dungeoneers. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Strodcast. If you've been enjoying what we do on any of the podcasting platforms, be sure to leave us a review. It really helps us out and gives us advantage on our wisdom saving throws against the almighty algorithm. When last we left our heroes, they took some time to handle the fallout from the Battle of Velaki. The town gathered round the carnage of battle, and Drogar and Danica used the opportunity to give a rallying cry to the valley. Kaz released her anger, while Callister pondered the nature of last rites and spoke to the Walker brothers about the death of their mother. Winnie went to check on the Baron and his wife, and learned the grim fate of their son, Victor. After a little rest and recuperation, the party decided they had put off their dinner with the devil for too long now. They decided to make their way to Castle Ravenloft at last. Strahd promised their journey to the castle would be a safe one, but what surprises await them along the way? Find out now on the Strahdcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. The night passes back at the blue water, um, reveling in your 
victory, your hard-won victory, with much yet to complete. As you awake in the morn, coming back out, you see many of the townsfolk still sort of draped over the various furnishings uh, of the blue water, many of them uh, uh, celebrating far into the night, perhaps even later than, than any of you were able to stand up or uh, stay up uh, exhausted as you were from the day's uh, extravagant events, let's just say, because the Ezek fight and the battle at the mansion all took place in the same day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, big day. Big day for the, for the crew. Um, you do not see the Mardikovs anywhere as you come downstairs, but you, you, you reason they're still hashing some stuff out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, as you make your way downstairs, uh, a couple of the, uh, groggy patrons wake up uh, sleepily rubbing their eye, the sleep from their eyes. They give you um, uh, sleepy but uh, uh, but robust grins as you make your way uh, down to the floor. Some of them begin sort of filing back out, uh, clasping you on shoulders, patting you on the back, um, uh, cheersing the, the empty mugs from the night before uh, and making their ways uh, back out into the town. Uh, and the time is yours. So this definitely happens to me, and maybe it happens to some of, of you as well. But does anyone, if after like a night of partaking in some alcohol, if you're 21 and older, uh, <laughs> or 18, depending on your municipality, uh, is it or 18? <laughs> we don't judge. <laughs> uh, or AT, oh god. Um, does anyone ever like wake up obscenely early the next morning? Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like when the alcohol wears off, you just wake up and you're not rested by any means. No. So this this is what's happening to Kaz. <laughs> so so the like in her sleep, the booze finally wears off because she drank a lot. Um, and she fell asleep under the bar, as we all know. So she kind of like wakes up with a start and like, like ah, son of a yeah, one of those. Yeah. Smacks her head on like the underside of the sink. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. God. Oh. Oh, are you? I didn't even see you there, Kaz. Are you okay? Oh, who is speaking to me? Uh, it's it's, it's Mark. Would you like some? Uh, a hand juice? reaches out from under the bar. Uh, water. Ah, yes, right away. Uh, and he gets a pitcher and pours you a big uh, a tankard and hands it to you. Are you okay? You look dreadful. <laughs> nice to see you too. Not that, no, I, of course I didn't mean that. Oh, I'll let you be. <laughs> good night. She rolls over and tries to go back to sleep. And as soon as you do that, as soon as you roll over and come back to sleep, you hear... <laughs> Good morning, cuz. <laughs> and then I just walk right into the kitchen and I said, Go away. Now, are you going to stay down there and waste the morning? <laughs> Something, insert pun about being wasted. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Making some brekkie, Drogon. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. A little bit of, a little bit of some of that, some of that sweet oatmeal. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of sim, simonim, Drogon fish, simonim. Winning. I sleep through everybody's morning stuffs. I think I'm still asleep as everybody gets up and goes, and I'm, and then I kind of wake up like L-shaped, 
Mm-hmm. And drooling a little bit. Yeah, you know, like kids, like, mm-hmm. you know, like splayed out like a starfish. Mm-hmm. Scrawl. And I wake up and I have that horrible feeling when you wake up and you think something is a dream and it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Um, so I I roll out of bed and I take out my tally-ho and I go into the room that uh, Lydia Petrovna is in. Mm. And I'm just going to see if she's still sleeping. Uh, yeah, um... You uh, crack the door open softly, and you you look into the the dark room. All the curtains are still drawn, um, and you can see her dozing softly. Um, the, you know uh, the blankets of the bed moving up and down slowly with her breath. She had quite a day yesterday. I'm gonna go and tuck Tallyho under her arm. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Give me a uh, mm. give me a sleight of hand. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh come on, baby. Eighteen. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you sort of gently tuck, um, uh, you gently tuck Tallyho, maybe just under her arm, uh, and in doing so, she she just sort of mumbles softly, and you see her arms curl around it, holding it tightly in a in an embrace as she drifts off into. That that door of it goes through that door of sleep, which we all must sometimes go through to let our minds recover. I'm gonna um, also so quietly <laughs> up on the other bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna sit and um, take one glance over at the door, mm-hmm. wondering if I should check in with anybody. And then decide against it. I'm going to cast sending. Okay. And I'm going to send a message to Irina. Okay. First thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your message? I'm going to say, have you tried on your dress? Do you need me to be your flower girl? Okay. Uh, a moment goes by, and then again, you hear Irina's voice drifting softly into your mind. Um... Oh, thank goodness. I saw from my tower last night the attack. I'm so glad you were all right. Yes, the dress has come along splendidly. I do hope you come see. Okay. I hop off the bed and little pitter-patter feet run out of the room and run downstairs. Mm Mm-hmm. Cal? Cal wakes up um, in the alley. Oh, okay. Cal wakes up in the alley. Classic. Classic Cal. Um, And he scrambles to the rooftop uh, and pulls out some bread from his bag of holding Mm -hmm. and has a nice little quiet morning with... uh, his familiar. Nice. Yeah, great. And they and they watch the sun come up, and he's just such hanging, as it is. And he's <laughs> just hanging on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, perched on your shoulder, just pecking, pecking mm-hmm. at the bread. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Artie, anything for the morn? Uh, yeah. So I think I ended up in the barn with Pasha and Sasha, right? Oh yes, if I recall. Yeah. Uh huh. <clears throat> so yeah, I think just kind of. Waking up, checking in on Pasha. 
Because I know, I know Sasha's all right. You know, me and her have been through battles before. So, you know, we kind of know you got to move on. So I think my con- first concern is seeing how Pasha's holding up. Uh, yeah, so as, as you uh, uh, as you begin to, as you wake up, Artie, uh, you look around and, and at first don't see him. So you, you look <laughs> up in, in the, um, the hayloft um, and he's sat up there with his legs uh, uh, swinging over the, the side of the loft. And he's up there with, with the bundles of hay, and he seems to be, like, weaving them together into some kind of... Like, he's making, like, cornhusk dolls uh, up in the hayloft. <laughs> and, uh, and as you look, he, he uh, looks down at you and says, Good morning. Ah, uh, good morning, young friend. How are you doing today? I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm feeling much better today. I'm sure happy you showed up last night. Me too. You surely would have been doomed without me. (laughs) (laughs) You got that right. You know, I've never seen anyone pull off the things you pulled off. I'm learning some new things. All thanks to you. Yeah, Maybe one day you can show me some of those tricks. I'll try. Here, I made this for Sasha to scratch on. And he, like, drops one of the the corn husk dolls down to you. And it's in the shape of a... some sort of, like a deer or or, or or moose or something of that manner. That's awesome. Okay, so I already <laughs> catch it. And I go, oh, thank you. And I look at Sasha. I go, Sasha, look what your friend Pasha has made for you. And as she, like, kind of eyes it, I, like, you know, move it back and forth. And, like, her head follows it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I just rear back and I chuck it as far as I can out of the barn. She shoots, yeah. like, an arrow after it, yeah. Uh, and catches it in midair. And as she lands with it, she just begins making biscuits on Aww. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll uh, reach my hand up to Pasha and I'll, and I'll say... Uh, what do you say? Should we see what the rest of the group is up to? Okay. And he hops down from his perch, and y'all make your way into the main room. Uh, so yeah, as you make your way into the sort of dining area of the uh, the, or or maybe making your uh, yeah, making your way into the sort of main hall, you see. Well, nobody, I guess, because Kaz is under the bar, Kaz is on the roof, and Drogar's in the kitchen. So. <laughs> you hear tiny, tiny feet coming down the stairs. Yeah, and you hear the the sounds of cooking in the mm-hmm. in the kitchen, pots and pans, like. <laughs> 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 the time is yours. In my head, I just heard, like you said, the tiny feet, and for some reason, the sound of like SpongeBob walking popped in my head. That like. <laughs> <laughs> Is Mark is Marcus behind the bar? Yes. Um, Setting up for the day. If everybody is still kind of like doing their thing, yeah, I'll run down the stairs and I'll go over and. Uh, do you want to? Uh, you need any help? No, no, no. No, I should know better than to ask. Better. Yes, you're. you're yes, your your <laughs> time's been cut in half to get out there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll hop up and I'll say, "Is Mark? Can we have? Um, can we have?" Five breakfasts, please. Uh, well, um, you, uh, naturally, of course you can. Uh, Owen usually does the cooking. I, I, I'm not much of a hand at it, but I, I haven't seen any of them this morning. Um, I suppose I could go up and ask. Oh, no, 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 that's okay, that's okay. Um, didn't I have a... Mm, what do people drink in the morning? What do grown-ups drink in the morning? 
around here. Drink coffee? My Uncle Ham used to drink coffee. That's a rare find here in Barovia, I'm afraid. I, I could do some tea. I'll have some tea. <laughs> right you are. Uh, uh, coming right up. With all the fixings. Well, it's just the it's just the tea. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't any. Uh, and he goes back into the kitchen to to fetch you some. And you walk in and you see it, like Drogar's working like Gronk in the Emperor's New Groove. Like he's, like, <laughs> he's moving around and he's like he's like oh oh wait oh wait a flagon of water quick quick before the obvious don't look at me like. Uh, 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 Flip that sneaker on the grill and crack an egg on it. Yeah. <laughs> plate of grandma's breakfast in a uh, no bas- basket of grandma's breakfast and a plate of hot air. Got it. <laughs> I must say, I, 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 it really does do my heart good to see you all so chipper this morning. I mean, yesterday was a frightful mess, but I, 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 in, even in hearing people speak this morning as they were getting up to go about their business, I. Something has really changed in Valaki. I, I don't know what it is exactly, and, I, and I'm not quite sure what it means yet, but something's happened. Are you going to grab me that water? Oh, yes, water. water. <laughs> 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 Who does that? <laughs> uh, so you bring back the water, and he, he keeps cooking, and he carries on. Yeah, and, and he yeah. brings you out some tea. I'll take my tea, <laughs> and I'll go find us a table, like maybe our corner booth, mm-hmm. and I will sit down in the middle of the corner booth with my tea, like grown up about to have a board meeting, <laughs> and I'll just sip my tea and wait for everybody to come down for the meeting I'm planning, but <laughs> I didn't tell anybody about it. Uh, yeah, so Artemis comes in, you see Winnie sat at the... Uh... At, uh, ready, at the boardroom, ready for a meeting. Party! <laughs> so I'll walk over. Oh, Winslet, I'm sorry, am I late for the meeting? You're just on time. <laughs> Everybody else, however, is late. <laughs> Can you please gather the, help me gather the people? Yeah, Sasha, go go gather the group. And Sasha will just run through and into the back kitchen and probably spill a bunch of pots and pans. <laughs> you see Sasha go in and you just hear, oh, no, don't touch, oh, no. Out of here, out of here, you mangy cat. Drogar <laughs> <laughs> uh, comes out and it's all over him. No, uh, he's covered in porridge. No, Drogar uh, comes out with a big... Like a like a big wooden like an oak bowl of the porridge and it's like family yeah. style. Yeah, uh, he grabs you know five bowls for everybody and um, yeah. So we gather yes. uh, at our uh, at our tables, uh, oatmeal and, and tea in hand. Cal, do you come join everyone after after a, a brekkie on the on the roof? Uh, with your sure. familiar? I'll check in see what people are up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are gathered. Okay. Yeah. Guys rolls out from underneath the bar, stands up groggily with her like mug of water, takes a sip, looks at it, holds it under the flagon of wine, and just puts it. Hair <laughs> <laughs> of the wolf, and makes way over to the table. Uh-huh. And I'll say, "Hey, you guys, I think it's time to go to Strahd's house." How are we meeting? I didn't get the memo. I forgot to send out a memo. It's you got a really letter, busy right? And you wrote back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> it was oh, last that night. What do you guys think about that? <sighs> I suppose there's only so long we can put it off. I feel I feel pretty bad that we've put it off this long. 
but I talked to Irina this morning. She's still there. As far as I know, she's still okay. She has a plan to escape. She hasn't done it yet, but she wants us to hurry. I don't know if us showing up there will put a kink in her escape plans or make it better, but I don't feel I don't feel good about waiting anymore to find out. Hmm. Curious. Very curious. I uh I tend to feel the same way as you, Winnie. I don't think we should wait any longer. And uh our friend Pasha said something last night that Makes me think we can't wait much longer before Strahd gets too threatened by us. You know that moment after the fight where it felt like there was almost a glimmer of light that broke through? Mm-hmm. Pasha said that was Strahd's finger slipping. <gasps> that means he must have to concentrate to keep his hold on this place. <sighs> if we can make him slip once, mm-hmm. means we're doing something. Okay. We're, we're, we're having an effect. Mm-hmm. And I fear if we wait any longer, he may not be willing to let us walk away with our lives. Yes. We must be careful, though. Well, is there anything that we can do to help ourselves out? I don't know what we're walking into. Well, I have a bit of an idea. Hmm. You see, with the DM's help, I've been <laughs> perusing some of the documents that Dimitri have given me. And I think perhaps there might be a way in. Okay, now this is this is the the fork in the road. Yes. He invited us to dinner. Yes. So he is expecting us. Correct. So either we go and we knock on the door and we say, Hey, soup's on or we sneak in well, and try and do an attack. My thought on the matter is more of once we are in, how do we get out? Oh, that's a good idea. Mm. That's a good idea. My worry is that Strahd will not want us to leave once we are there. That's a great idea. Much less with Irina. Yes, that's a good idea. I do have a couple more tricks up my sleeve, should that be the situation. However, the layout of the castle is ever-changing. It is not an ordinary thing. Dimitri traveled it many times. The guards are ever-changing. He speaks at his writings, and he pulls out, like, a piece of paper, and he's like, It seems this corridor was not here before. I will have to find another way. And then he closes the paper up, and he kind of puts it away. And he kind of leans close to Winnie. And he goes, If you think it's time, then we will go. But this is a test of strength. Are you ready? I'm very stout. Does anyone object? Artemis? I'm ready to go, but I don't know that this is a test of strength. I don't, I don't know that we want to show how strong we are. I think, if anything, we try to bluff and, and, and play weaker than we are. Mm. The second Strahd thinks we're a real threat, the fight's on. No more working towards an end. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Feign weakness. I, and as much as I hate to say this, we have to be willing to walk away without Irina. I don't get me wrong. She's always in my thoughts, and if we walk away without her this time, that doesn't mean I'm giving up on her. We will get her out of there. We just may not be able to get her out of there with us this time. 
that maybe when we're strong enough to fight and defeat Strahd, and I don't think we're there yet. Yes. Callister, your thoughts on the matter? Uh, I think I'm pretty hungry, so let's go have a meal. <laughs> I have a harder question now. He could hurt Irina really bad. Or he could try and turn her into a vampire. What do we do? You know what happens to souls. Though the magic is beyond me, there are ways of capturing a soul, so to speak. I wouldn't know how to do it myself without learning it or delving into those studies, but there are ways of, of reincarnating one. Are you asking what to do if Arena passes? Or if she's on the verge of becoming like Strahd, or if she's on the verge of death. I don't want to ask her. That sounds too scary. Nobody should have to make that decision. Well, on the contrary, little one, it is her choice. It's her life. But, as an old friend of mine used to say, why don't we burn that bridge when we get to it? First things first. <laughs> yes, okay, 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 yes, okay. Guys. He was speaking literally, of course, as he was a dragon. (laughs) 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 Narrator pipes in for a minute. (laughs) Like, over. Drogar was speaking quite literally. (laughs) And they did burn that. (laughs) 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 Like, Duke's hazard thing. Guys. Can I trust you not to destroy the entire castle before we get to be out of there? When you put it that way, what do you think I want to do now? (laughs) (laughs) But I will say, I think Artie removed one of the hesitations. That's not a big word that Kaz would use. Artie made me feel better about something that I was worried about. The one thing I wanted to wait for was Cactus to be ready before I went to Strahd's castle. But... I like the idea of him not knowing what we are capable of at our strongest. So it's okay if we go there without Cactus. But all of you mark my words. I will kill him with that sword. When the time's right. Sooner's better than later. Very well, Cass. And Drogar kind of leans to the side, pulls out a little ink, and he's like, Let... The barbarian king. <laughs> Let the Wookiee win. Let the Wookiee win. <laughs> yeah, well, droids don't Should pull your hit? arms out of their sockets when they lose. <laughs> Should we hit the road? Uh, what? So as you're coming to uh, the end of your discussion, you hear soft footsteps on the staircase heading down from the upper floor, uh, and Dimitri makes his way down. He's got sort of dark circles under his eyes. Red, they're red and puffy, and his hair is pretty unkempt. Uh, you can imagine the Mardikovs had didn't get a ton of sleep. That hmm. um, he makes his way down and sees you all, um, gives you a, a, a weak smile and a limp little wave, and says, uh, "Good morning, heroes. How fare we?" As well as you, fellow hero. Me? No. (laughs) It was Buster. He did all the work. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, friend. What you did was no light feet. Well, you know, it was your idea to 
work together to defeat Strahd with the power of friendship or whatever. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> power of friendship, he said. <laughs> Dimitri, the real cactus was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Dimitri, mm. we are heading to Strahd's castle. You are? We are accepting the invitation. Not to kill him. He didn't invite us to kill him. <laughs> I don't think he did, at least. <laughs> and if he had, I think I would remember. <laughs> Touché. <laughs> Just keep your wits about you. If he invited you there, I'm sure he has some sort of perverse game to play. I don't believe he will harm you, but be wary nonetheless. Well, that brings me to my next question, Dimitri. What are your plans for this afternoon? <laughs> uh, well, I was going to uh, return to my tower. I actually owe someone else a favor. And from his cloak, he pulls out um, Buster's skull. And you can see the, the little lights uh, that usually light up in his eyes are, are very dim uh, and, and flickering. Uh, the old boy, you know, he's... Uh, not to the young skull he used to be, but uh, he can still pack a wallop when he wants to. And the little the little flames just sputter and flicker a little bit. <laughs> Kaz! <laughs> Kazley, is that you? <laughs> they got me, Kaz! <laughs> they got me! <laughs> I want you to have my skipping stone collection. Oh my I can't throw them, I don't have a body. <laughs> I never went nowhere. <laughs> skip them. Skip them, Kaz. <laughs> and when they're skipping, you think of me. Buster, what happened to your body? <laughs> oh, destroyed. All that's left of me are my dashing good looks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well, at least you still have your wits. Always. They never leave me. Uh, my faithful companion. Well, just remember... And basically tucks him back into it. That's enough out of it. I'm actually looking forward to things being a little quieter around the place. But, um, I need to return. Uh, I have some business still to take care of, and, uh, but I will be returning to Velaki. And he sort of looks up towards the ceiling. You can't fix ten years in one night, no matter what the circumstances. But, um, well, it's a start. And I have all of you to thank for it. So, Chugar. thank you. Chugar looks at him and goes, Might you be able to spare a raven? Well, what do you need? Oversight. While we are in the castle. Mm. Well, uh, I have no command of them, but uh, after the stunt you pulled last night, my family is very much in that. I'm sure if you speak to my mother, she will be able to provide. Very well. And Dimitri, mm. I'm proud of you. You see, a, a funny expression goes across his face. Like, he gets the impulse to, like, play it off or make a joke. But then he doesn't. 
Thank you. This will not be the last time we see each other. I should hope not. When you go to that castle, for real, for real, you make sure I'm there with you. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't think anything of it. Well, I must be off. All this excitement after ten years, it's uh, left me a little weary. But thank you, my friends. You can always call on me when you need. Thank you. Do you have like a, a signal or or like a sound that we can send you by? <laughs> well, the little one got to me once. She can do it again. Oh, very well. I'll send you a message. I will be waiting by the fire. If we shine a light in the sky in the, with a raven shape. <laughs> That's exactly right. If you manage to pull that off, I will come flying. <laughs> Very well. That's so good. Does anyone else have the theme song from the 90s Batman cartoon suddenly popping into their heads? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, and with that, Dimitri bows deeply uh, and goes. So Drogar will uh, presumably kind of clear the plates Mm -hmm. of everybody's eating. Yeah, and and as you're doing so, uh, Danica comes down and says, Oh, you needn't do that, please. uh." Uh, No, 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 no. I must. And he takes it and kind of looks at Winnie and goes, gives her a big old wink and like, and kind of takes them into the kitchen. Well, uh, how fare you all today? Well, I hope. You know, we could be way worse. That is undeniably true. How are you doing? Do you know something? I feel incredible. (gasps) Nothing can touch me today. My husband is wounded, yes, but alive. My babies are safe. And my boy has come back to me. Hmm. And whether you realize it or not, you have done something here. Watch this place and mark my words. It will begin to change after what you did last night. And that fills me with great hope, with great fire. I know you must be off on your business. Go and do your good works all across this valley, but know that you have the hearts of Valaki at your back. Thank you. Thank you. So Drogar returns from dropping the bowls off at the at the kitchen and kind of like cleaning himself up and you know washing his hands in the sink and um, and he walks back to uh, Danica and kind of has like a little aside with her. How was your husband this morning? He's resting, complaining. <laughs> he will be fine. So he's back to normal. It seems. <laughs> He's uh, a fighter, Erwin. He will be okay. I do not think his sight shall ever recover. But he still draws breath. And that is more than I can hope. The magics that I have heard of and since forgotten that may be able to restore his sight. This place makes us what we are. And we wear it like armor. I want to remember... Everything he's done. Very well. I'm just so sorry that it came at a cost. Without you, it would have been far worse. This is a victory. 
outstanding, bar none. Nothing like this has happened in my lifetime. You do not need to apologize. You should be proud. Well, we go to Strad today. He has summoned us many times and we have ignored. But now we go of our own free will. He hosts you for a feast. If one can call it that. I have a request of you, if if you would be so kind. Anything. A pair of eyes in the sky. You shall have it. Oversight. Do not put any of your family in danger. Mm. But I have read that the castle is ever-changing. I have no doubt. If that shifting monster dwells within it, it makes only sense that his lair would be a reflection. Do be careful. After what I saw last night, after what you accomplished, I have all faith and trust, but do be careful. Yes? Mm -hmm. Your hope is the wing in the, under our wings. Take care of yourselves, my friends. Thank you, Donna. She bows. Now, uh, a little normalcy might be good. Uh, let me attend to the inn. Be careful again. And she goes. And as she's going, Gorgo's like, oh, oh, what, one last thing. Might we borrow Desi? I'm afraid it's a very long walk. Oh, but of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's the moment. Okay. Anything else? You want to head out on the road? I think so. Uh, we don't have to RP it if you don't want to, but then again, maybe we can. Well. If you, we can always do it if you want to. I mean, to. based on what I'm about to say, you might want to. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to stop. Oh, thank you. I, I kind of want to stop by uh, Jimmy Stewart, the blacksmith, oh. <laughs> and pick up maybe a couple javelins and hand axes. By all means. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, so you make your way to uh, Embry's Smithy. Um, <laughs> Wait, was that his name? I could have sworn it was Jimmy Stewart. No, it was a, uh, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you make your way. Um, In my head, it's Jimmy Stewart. I really don't know why. You see, as you make your approach, you see, uh, little, you know, sort of puffs of smoke coming out of it, like Popeye's <laughs> ship, uh, out of the chimney. <laughs> Um, yeah, you stand before the door. I like, I very, I want to like very loudly approach so as not to startle him mm -hmm. because I know that's a thing of him. So I think like, it, it, but there, it's a shop, like there's yeah. a door that I can knock mm -hmm. on. So like the knocking is going to be like soft at first and then kind of gradually grow. It's going to be like, until like it's an actual knock. I don't want to surprise him. Uh, and you hear a kerfuffle come from inside. It sounds like, you know, metal falling over metal and tools clanking and all, all manner. Ah, who's out there? Monsters, fiends, zombies, and worse! You won't take me! What about customers with money? Eh? Money set? <laughs> you hear more shit like a marker up, like... Um, and, and the door swings open, and you see in there the little the, the little tinkerer. Oh, I remember you. You're that big lady. <laughs> and you lizard. <laughs> Darn it, he remembers us. <laughs> I really hoped he wouldn't remember us. Uh, you were hoping for a discount. What for you need? Uh, how much for a javelin? Mmm, javelin having. Let's see. <laughs> 
I imagine he pulls out like a big book. Fourth century javelin. I based on based on my character sheet, it looks like a javelin should be because I have three currently, and it attributes a value of one gold and five silver to that. So I'm assuming they're five silver each. Uh, yeah, for a javelin, you're going to be looking at 12 and 25 silvers each. That's the Barovia tax. <laughs> you realize I throw these away with no intention of ever getting them back. Oh, and woe be upon whoever's gullet they're sticking in. But uh, all the same, 25, you know, I'll do, for, I'll do you for 20 just because you're pretty. <gasps> <laughs> Nineteen and my friend won't destroy your shop. <laughs> well, Nineteen? Well, I don't know. One silver is barely worth the trouble. Let's keep it at twenty. Just give me one before I... Mm, just give me one. How much for a hand axe? <laughs> twenty. I tell you what, I'll give you three for fifty. <laughs> fifty what? Silver. It's actually a deal. Three. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You drive a hard bargain. I know. Really, really lay it on. You, I oughta, I oughta. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, let's be reasonable. I thought you just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Got it. Yes. Oh, all right. I'll contain my insurmountable rage this time. Oh, uh -huh, you do that. You're very lucky. And he hands over the three diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> and Drogar will take one gold. Oh, I said 50. I, but that's 50 silver is... But wait. And he hands wait, you 50 wait. silver back. <laughs> <laughs> well, give him the gold piece and he's like... I, he bites it in half. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 50 silver. Wait, wait. Winnie told me the trick once. Just take away the zero and then you have gold. So that's five. Five. Oh, wait. No, you're right. You're right. Wait. Wait. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Math. Math. No, yeah. So it's, it's ten. It's nine in the morning, yeah, man. So it's ten. Yeah. So it's ten silver, silver in, a, in a gold. Yeah. Yes. So you're so five gold. Yeah. 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 You, gave him, you gave him one. It's all right. Hey. Hey. And gives the and gives the silver to cats. You know, war profiteering is a really despicable practice. So uh huh. Come back now, you hear? <laughs> we probably will. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Watch that. With how many things did I just buy? I think I bought one three javelin. And I bought three. Yeah. I, no, I wanted to buy one and some hand axes. Uh, the deal was three hand axes for uh, three javelins for, for fifty gold, fifty <laughs> silver pieces. Okay, which we gave him that. And How then, much is a hand axe? <laughs> a hand axe is, I think, supposed to be. That can't be right. How drunk is the smithy? Is the question. Five gold pieces. So that'll be twenty gold pieces for a hand axe. Yeah. No, oh, just for one. Yeah. All right. Fuck the hand axes. How many? So three javelins. Twenty three gold pieces for a hand axe. Wow. Yeah. Oh my so three javelins so for for then a javelin. That's just what the internet says. So three javelins for five gold. Yes. That's what I want now. Mm -hmm. It's okay. One, two, three, four, five. Done. And off we go. The only advantage to hand axes is that they're just a little easier to hide on your person, but not even by that much. 
I got past the guard hiding a javelin in my pants once. Remember that? I do. So it's it can be done. <laughs> I'm actually quite surprised you didn't poke a hole in. Well, in the blacksmith, I was tempted. He's kind of annoying, but at the same time, kind of endearing. It's all very confusing. Do I really look that much like a lizard? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's a totally different species. <laughs> I mean, lizards and dragons are not even comparable. We come from great ancestors that used to destroy entire civilizations. You do both have scales. You're not helping. Alright, are we on our way? Yes, you can't we're on our say way. that. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Ah, uh-huh, my organs. Sounds like you need a dice trick. Our sponsor, C4 Labs, is the place to get TTRPG accessories for any type of gamer. From dice towers to trays, coasters to computer cases, C4 Labs has what you need. Check out these testimonials from actual goons. As a Valentine's baby, I got the love of my dice, Valentine's Dice Tray. Now life really is like a box of chocolates, and I always know what I'm going to get. It's dice! (laughs) As a man who knows his wood, their walnut top drink coasters with built-in dice holders drives me wall nuts! But that's not all. For added spooky fun, C4 Labs also has a plethora of Call of Cthulhu-themed accessories. Here's Kay, our resident keeper of arcane lore, to tell you all about it. I got the Cthulhu dice tray with matching dice tower. They whisper the secrets of the universe to me while I sleep. So head on over to c4labs.com today and use our special coupon code GOON15 at checkout for a 15% discount code. <laughs> He's got a new order. Bro, G-O-O-N-15 for 15% off your order. C4 Lab. Quality craftsmanship for quality gameplay. So, hopping into the wagon, Desi at the front, you begin to make your way out of the city and uh, eastward. Imagine as we head out of the gate, we just see Lars and he's got his arm in a sling and he's holding the spear (laughs) and he's got like a black eye and he's like. (laughs) (laughs) You travel along the road for some time uh, until uh, you haven't been back this way in quite some time. You travel some way heading eastward along the old Svalich Road. After some time, you come to a fork in the road that to the uh, right reads Ser Pool and the village of Barovia, and to the left reads Castle Ravenloft. Turning the horse up the, to, the, to the left, the path begins to slope upward steeply, and the forest overhead grows thicker and darker. And even the light around you seems to grow dimmer as you approach the castle. Coming around a bend, a small break in the tree line makes it visible to you. Castle Ravenloft. Its spires reaching like bony fingers up towards the darkened sky around it. Swirling around its exteriors, black clouds from which every few moments dark lightning lances through the sky, striking one of the tall towers. (laughs) As As you come around this bend in within sight of the castle, Desdemona halts as the road is obscured by a black coach tied 
to a black stallion with red glowing eyes. Oh my god. The door of the carriage swings open as you draw closer. What would you like to do? I feel like I know what we're supposed to do, but it's the last thing I want to do. Well, what do we think, friends? It seems our ride awaits us. And uh, Artie will hop down and start walking towards the, the coach. I'll hop out and follow him. Can Can one of you magically inclined people try to, like, read the magics or whatever it is you do? Like, I could just throw a javelin at it, but I don't think that'll accomplish much. Drukar, do an arcana check on that. If you want. That's a 16. It looks ordinary, but there's clearly something mysterious about the steed pulling it. And the door opened of its own volition and there is no driver sat upon the the plushy red bench at the uh, front where the driver (laughs) would usually sit. Does this horse seem particularly supernatural? His red glowing eyes. <laughs> I guess what I'm really asking is, if I were to take ten minutes and ritually cast Speak with Animals, would I be able to? You don't get the sensation that it would, even if you could, it wouldn't have much to say. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Something tells me this is no ordinary beast. And as for the coach. Yeah. I think it's just for show. So, Kaz, why don't you uh, follow us up with uh, Desi? I don't want to leave her out here, but I don't mind jumping in. I'll go in with R.D. Getting in the coach? If no one says anything, I'll just go hop right in. I kind of get the impression that Desi doesn't want to. Like, I might just have to unhitch her and give her a slap on the ass and send her home. Oh, yeah. Do you? I want to try to see if she'll go first, but I kind of feel like she won't. Yeah, you try to get her to... But um, she seems wary of the looming castle before you and doesn't seem very inclined to continue on. Yeah, so I think I'll do just that. I'll sort of, like, I won't cast Speak with Animals, but mm-hmm. I will speak with this animal. Mm-hmm. I'll, like, unhitch up the wagon, mm-hmm. and I'll walk up to her, and I'll go, I feel the exact same way, and I envy that you get to go home. <laughs> Whoa, Desi! Smack on the ass and send her back. She circles around, and she knows her way home. She yeah. begins her way back down the road. Do we have Pasha with us? Yeah, you you brought uh, if you brought him. Yeah. Oh, if she knows the way, I should probably send the cart back with her. Like, she, wait, oh, yeah, 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 come back, come back. That's fine. Yeah, she has the cart. Desi, come, come back. back. Take the cart. Yeah, take yeah, the cart. Yeah, yeah. I was, that was dumb. That was she, dumb of me. Take the cart. She does. <laughs> okay. And yeah, if you brought him with you, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll he goes with you as long as you mm. bring him. I'm very, I'm very wary to bring Pasha into this castle. <laughs> Smack him on the ass and send him to the woods. <laughs> I I kind of agree with Drogar. I I almost want to send Pasha back with Desi. I think that uh, to to be a, a little meta for a minute. I think that bringing Pasha with us gives Strahd one more thing to use against us. Yeah. I will go to hop up in the coach mm-hmm. and turn back and go over to Pasha mm-hmm. and say, "What well, what if he just lingers in case we need him in the distance?" Are we going? What do you want to do? Do you want to go there? No, but I want to be with all of you. This is the most unsafe thing yet. 
Where do you want to be? I've lived here a lot longer than any of you have. And I've survived here a lot longer than any of you have. I need to be with you. <sighs> Can you do that funny thing where you, you just like turn into a creature and are like floating around the place discreetly? Well, I could. What should I be? How about a fly? I don't think I can be that small. (laughs) That's very small. What about a bat? Mm, I've seen those. Hang on, give me a minute. (laughs) Um, And he walks a few feet away. And he like kind of squares his shoulders and stomps his feet a little bit. And you see him kind of screw up his face and he starts to think. And he goes, Mosquitoes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you a popping sound, and he turns into a bat. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit! I love that. That's Pasha. That's our Pasha. Uh, yeah, and he's like sort of flitting. He sort of flits around and uh, comes to land on your on your shoulder, Artemis. Oh, very good, little one. Now. uh... You want to stay close, but out of sight of the of uh, the big bad guy in the castle. Yeah, and in fact, he sort of lifts himself up and flutters around, and in fact, lands on Sasha and kind of buries himself in her fur. Very good. Trogar will uh, Trogar will not will not brandish his mace, but he'll like he'll like pull his shield. Mm-hmm. Okay, and just kind of have it like ready, and then okay. we'll we'll go into the carriage. Every so everyone getting in the carriage. Yeah. 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 Okay. You do so. It is very comfortable inside. As you enter in, the inside of it, much larger than you would expect viewing it from the outside. There is uh, room for all and then some. And so you take up positions on the comfortable sort of plush benches inside. And the door, again, swings closed of its own accord. And slowly but surely, you begin to hear the wheels turn and the coach Uh, making its way up along the road towards the castle. And as you draw closer and closer, the castle seems to magnify the closer you come to it, the spires reaching ever and ever upwards until they obscure almost the entire sky as you stand at its base. This is truly a massive structure. The inner workings of this must be hundreds of miles long, all told, altogether. This is a truly massive building, massive castle. Encircling it is a moat, but not filled with water or earthworks, but instead a ghostly green fog. And as the carriage rolls up and you peer over the sides, you can see no bottom to this chasm, only that ghastly green pale fog. Across this chasm, on the far side, before the castle, a massive drawbridge looms, standing vertically. And again, you see no guards or watchmen on the far side, but of its own volition, it begins to lower, until finally it comes to rest on your side of the chasm with a thunderous And the carriage, without breaking stride, continues on its way over the drawbridge until coming to rest before the massive doors of Castle Ravenloft. 
The stone is jet black around the entryway and the doors themselves, huge wrought iron with sickening and terrifying visages carved into the very metal of the doors, of wailing banshees, screaming ghosts, terrified human beings. And at the top, Strahd, arms outstretched, as if beckoning an embrace. They swing open. <laughs> Nothing but inky blackness on the other side. And as the carriage comes to a halt, the door again swings open. What would you like to do? So this was like a likeness of Strahd, like a car- of carving of him on the, on the gates? Mm-hmm. As far as you can tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of like the, the gates of hell. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's like, like literally just... Has it, does anyone know... Do you guys know the, uh, the, the, the Rodan sculpture? It's called Rodin. the gates of hell. It's... It, yeah, that's just... Like, Truly so horrifying. Yeah. Um, Jurgar will step out of the carriage in front of this chasm and will arcana check the blackness to see if it's like... See if it's a spell or if it's just the... Uh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, and that is an 18. All the way along here, it's almost like being here gives you, like, magical tinnitus. Just everything is just... It makes your brain kind of fuzzy. Yeah. It, it, everything here is so coded yeah. in... in just evil magics. That's what I was gonna. I then think it's like the upside down. That's you what know? I was gonna ask. Yeah, is it, yeah, yeah. Is it is it necro- like is it necrotic everything? Like well, who can even evil, say like... at this point? Who can even say at this point? It is the detritus of hundreds of years of foul sorcery. Yeah, okay. you know. Alrighty. It's like trying to find. It's like trying to find out what somebody brewed in a cauldron by scraping the, you know, the the, the grime off the bottom. Yeah, yeah. You know, who can who can say? Is there like gravel on the ground? Is there like little pebbles? And no, stuff? it's ca- a pristine cobblestone leading up to the front. Artemis will uh, just walk ahead. Oh, bad! Come on! If he wanted us dead, we'd already be dead. Mm-hmm. Making your way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Kaz kicks the wheel of the cart, the coach, as we make our way. <laughs> Uh, as you exit, Cass kicks the horse. Uh, <laughs> as, as, <laughs> slaps it on the ass and sends it off in the woods. <laughs> as you exit, the door again closes behind you, and the carriage takes off around the circle and moving its way around the side of the castle. Jurgar clocks that. If the camera would panning, like the the carriage is like, and Jurgar just kind of turns for one moment and looks at the carriage going, and then looks back into Castle Ravenloft and walks in. As you begin to make your way inside, this front entryway. Uh, it's sort of just a main entryway, and up on top are four statues of these vicious-looking, like, wormlings peering down at you with gnarled faces. All a glint in their eyes, as if they could spring to attack at any moment. And as you move through another set of double doors, they open into the main antechamber. Huge staircases go off. In, uh, in, to one direction, spiraling upwards, and massive columns descend from the sky, t- resting on the ground, holding aloft the high, vaulted ceiling. A 
deep, bloody red carpet runs the length of the hall. And as you make your way in, you hear footsteps echoing through this cavernous entry chamber. And a figure makes his way down the spiral staircase, dressed in long, silver, elegant robes. An elf with uh, dark skin and silver hair. He comes to rest at the bottom of the stairs and looks at you appraisingly. You... you came. The master said you would, but I did not think you actually would come. He expects you nonetheless. Will you follow me? Lead on. Walk this way. <coughs> I'm going to roll insight. Okay. I want to see um, how trust... I want to see how much on the side of Strahd this guy is. Like, I want to see if we'd be able to, like, win him over if things went south. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's going to be tough to uh, discern from the limited interaction you've had. But yeah, go for it. Oh, that's a nat one. No! Oh, no! Roll of the night. That's That's... How is he walking? No, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna gonna indulge you. That's all you get. That's all. I set the line. That's all you get. Whatever Uh, it is, whatever it is, Kaz does her best to imitate it. Best you can tell. I mean, he's dressed as if to be like the castellan or steward of the castle. Uh Best you can tell, he's a loyal servant of Strahd. Right, right. Can I? I want to do like a religion check to see if I recognize any of the depictions on the walls. Any of the creatures or any of the... Any on the door? Yeah, like on the door, the things that are that are sitting up there. Like, I want to see... Sure, yeah, go for it. If in my, in my years I've recognized any of that. Nat 20. Wow. Fuck. The door is a relief of a, fa- of a very famous... Um, uh, 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 it's sort of like it's sort of like what you were describing. It's yeah. like a famous piece of artwork, right? Okay. You know, um, I help. I were down. with uh, yeah, with with as far as you can tell, Strahd um, replacing the image of like Satan, essentially, yeah, 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 yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it would exactly, be. exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very like very much on purpose and homage to. A very, very famous, yeah. It, it's like if someone had the like the Mona Lisa carved onto their door, or yeah. you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, replace their face, but but it replace her face with theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. God damn it! So, well, Cal's are not being able to intuit anything. <laughs> uh-huh. He's gonna like do a quick little hop and a skip, and then end up like right beside the self guy. Uh, he uh, looks over at you, sort of sneering down his down his long pointed nose at you. Uh, something you needed. Uh, yeah. What's your name, mate? You may refer to me as Rahardin. Rahardin? The steward of Lord of Barovia himself. And and Kalisa looks around and goes, Well, you've been keeping this place in quite good shape. Thank you. It is part of my duties. So, and we're like, we're doing a walk and talk like Aaron Sorkin, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and Caster's like, so what do we, what do you, what's in, what does the master have in mind for us this evening? What have you prepared? Mm. As I said, 
Aye, off he has set a place for you at his dining table mm. every night since your arrival here. And I have told him on every occasion that there is no way you would be foolish enough to come to dinner here. Mm. Mm. But he seemed adamant nonetheless, and so, again, as always, he has set a place for you all to dine. Was it Ro- How do you say the name? Rahadin. Uh, so Kalsa goes, ah, so so you've been you've been kind of doing a groundhog's day, eh? Well, we'll tell you what, Rodden. <laughs> I want this night to go smashing for you. So what? What do we need to know to make sure this goes off without a hitch? Because you put a lot of work into this. Do you play games with me, Challenger? I'm trying to leave here alive. That's all. Mm. That is wise. You will show the master proper deference and politeness. You will speak when asked a question, and you will not impose on his hospitality. Mm. So I'm not from Barovia, as you can tell. <laughs> what are the rules of Clearly. Hosp- <laughs> what are the rules of hospitality in Barovia? When you enter the dining chambers. You shall bow thusly, and he demonstrates with the, this <laughs> this uh, deep bow, like flamboyantly throwing one arm out to the side and like pointing the toes of one foot up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, like this. We and call you... that a dab where I'm from. <laughs> Regardless of what it is called, I'm from it is proper here. You will maintain the pose until his master bids you sit. Okay, last question for your heart. What's the one thing Strode would be surprised if we did in a good direction? Like, what would he expect us to know? Honestly, your arrival here tonight comes as quite a shock enough. Has he been sad we haven't showed up? <laughs> The master has been kind enough to extend his hospitality and gratitude to you, and you have kept him waiting for quite some time. I would be... What's the word? Uh, apologetic. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, Remorseful. Uh, 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 contrite. Yes. I would show the proper contriteness. Contrition. Contrition. <laughs> No, not like that. Winnie says from under her breath. Contrition. <laughs> Tugging on his little robe. All, right, tra- All the same. <laughs> a tradition where I'm from is when someone's kind enough to hold a conversation and give good advice, you look them in the eyes and you give them a thank you. Mm. He pulls the kerchief out of his uh, breast pocket. <laughs> Uh, and uh, shakes your hand. And as Kalzer puts his hand away, there's like two gold in his hand. <laughs> my allowance from the master sees to all of my necessities. Your gesture is appreciated, but not necessary. And he drops the gold back to you and takes the kerchief and kind of wipes his hand and tucks it back <laughs> in his breast pocket. How oh, tall is this, uh, is this elf? Uh, average height, 5'9". Okay, so Drogar at 6'3", steps mm-hmm. over to him and just kind of, like, steps and, like, kind of puffs his chest out with his armor, like, with his chainmail and everything on and just goes, You'll have to forgive us. We were a tad busy. 
handling our affairs. Oh, I'm well aware of your adventures in the Master's land. Well, we came as soon as we could. I have no doubt. Unless there's anything else. Uh, I actually, I know Callister said he only had one more question, but I actually have two more. As Kaz <laughs> just comes right up to him and just like throws an arm around his shoulder conspiratorially. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner? And how much wine is there? The master has prepared this, did not know your tastes, and so has prepared to spread the multiple fancies. And as for wine... We will make sure your thirst is slated. Fantastic. Great to hear it, Ronaldo. Punch on this. On the that chest, is sure. not my name. Wait. <laughs> and he sort of like composes himself and runs his hair back uh, as he ruffled it. He feels a little Do, tug on his What cloak. is it now? <laughs> and I have been trying to keep up with the Aaron Sorkin pace of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm... <laughs> have you seen a mechanical man? What? Have you seen a mechanical man around here? I'm supposed to keep my eyes peeled for a mechanical man. Oh, right, I forgot about that. Good call. The castle contains many wonders. Should you be lucky enough to peruse its many halls, I'm sure you can find any matter of mechanical men. There's more than one? This one dances and sings. Have you heard dancing and seen sing? Or, or seen dancing and heard singing? Oh, yes, I believe I know of whom you speak. Pray for your own good mood that you do not encounter him. Uh, one last, one last question, <laughs> Reginald. Um, that is not my name. It is Rahadin. Right, Ricky. Um, where <laughs> we're gonna die? When exactly are we allowed to leave? He's hard of hearing, Mike. What? <laughs> He's hard. You are bound here by no spell. Once your business is concluded with the master, you are free to go. Then we have your word. He has offered you his protection, and the Lord of Barovia is a man of his word. Very well. Now, if you are all ready to dine. Starving! And he gestures a hand to a, a big set of double doors. How's my Welsh, by the way? Great. I was getting. Um, We've come to see the tapestries! I was getting very distinct. Uh, it reminds me of The Last Kingdom. I was just gonna say, yes, The Last Kingdom. I was oh. getting very, like, a lot of Last Kingdom vibes. Oh, good, okay. I've been I working on it all week. I am Uhtred, yeah. son of Uhtred. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, while all that was happening, Artemis wants to just keep a lookout and, like, look at potential traps and anything, like, on a revisit, anything we may have to deal with. Sure, sure. Give me a perception like check. Out. Yeah, can, give me a perception well, check. Can I join him on that? On a uh, perception? Let's see what he comes up okay. with. All right. Oh, out of the box. <laughs> out of the box. Oh, I should have kept out of the box one. <laughs> but once Jesus. you decide which... Uh, what, what was that? Was that uh, Did Drogar say he was going to give me guidance on that? Is that... Uh, <laughs> uh, something like that or, uh, what did you roll, buddy boy? What did you roll? What was that? Are you really going to let me roll again? No, what did you roll? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did you hear that? Yeah, what did you roll? Uh, a nine. So you're moving at an Aaron Sorkin pace, so you don't have much time to take in the surroundings. Um, 
The glint in the eye of those wormling statues struck you as a little odd, and in this main antechamber, there are, at the tops of these like large pillars holding up the ceiling, there are multiple gargoyles, which also seem a little too finely polished. Um, but other than that, uh, you, you don't pick up much. Not good. Okay. None of it. So as he, he gestures to a wide set of double doors uh, that he brings you to, they swing open. And the music you've been hearing grows louder. <laughs> as you make your way in to a enormous dining hall with a long wooden table, 30 feet long with multiple chairs, each a place sat at each one's completely surrounding it. It is intricately designed and well lit with golden candelabras melting wax onto the red velvet tablecloth below. Heaps of food, hot, steaming, and delicious, sit all along the table. Roast chicken, mashed potatoes, candied beets, uh, 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 roasted vegetables, Brussels sprouts, and uh, carrots, as well as a full, uh, uh, like, you know, Hawaiian roasted boar sat at the center. Wow. Um, an apple in its mouth. An apple in its mouth. The spread is absolutely gangbusters. <laughs> and at the far end of the hall sat an enormous pipe organ, the, uh, the pipes of which reach all the way up to the ceiling, is Strahd, sat with his back to you, whipping his hands around on the many keys, tapping out the, uh... He's a musician? <laughs> what a fuck boy. Uh, oh my god. Um, and as his uh, uh, as his organ melody comes uh, to a climactic swell, he takes his hands off the keys and turns to face all of you. He's dressed resplendently in a fine cloak with uh, fur coating his shoulders. Underneath his breeches are uh, maroon red and inlaid with silver and gold. His dark hair slicked back and his uh, 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 eyes piercing each of you as you stand before him. And he looks at you all appraisingly. Rahadan does the bow. You came. I did not think you would. But I am very glad, my friends. It will give us a chance to talk. Rahadin gave you a uh, commensurate welcome, I presume. He was most excellent, and Callister slowly does the bow. <laughs> yes, thought you well. It does one good to learn the customs of the land in which you visit. It can avoid uh, troubling misunderstandings. I'll do the bow. Kaz takes a few steps into the room and goes, Yeah, the, the welcome was, was quite commiserable. And grabs a chicken leg off the nearest chicken. Guess, 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 guess. If you didn't expect this from me by now, 
Then I, I think you need to reconsider who you invite you to your house for dinner. <laughs> I have given up trying to predict you, Kesley. But please, my friends, there is no need. While it is much appreciated, there is no need for such formality. Please, sit and enjoy. Is there any other guest that's going to be joining us tonight? It is just us, I am afraid. Mm, I was hoping to see an old friend. And who could that be? Castle looks at Winnie. <laughs> How's Arena doing? Oh, of course, of course, yes. She sends her pardons, but the planning for the wedding, you understand, it keeps her very occupied. And so, unfortunately, she will not be able to join us this evening. So you're going to dine without your fiancé? I begged her to attend, but she is dedicated to her work. And who am I to argue with one so beautiful? I want to check that. I want to see if that's a bullshit. <laughs> you don't need to check. He's bullshit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Um. Does she need any help? You know, I was a flower girl in a lot of weddings where I came from because I'm really, really good at it. This chicken's pretty dry. She might need help picking out a better caterer. I'm sure you did, little one. And lit up the walk as you went along. But no. She has all the help she needs. Drugar sits down at the opposite head of the table. Please, all of you, take a seat. I have prepared only the finest barovia can offer for your dining pleasure. How many seats are there? I mean, dozens. <laughs> it's a long, long table. Shall we be expecting any other brats tonight? Ah, no, you see, um, they're still a little muffled from your last encounter. Hmm. Rightfully so. Indeed. Hell hath Are no fury and all that. Yeah, <laughs> all that. Artemis will uh, walk up to Kaz and give her a little elbow and go, I bet you I can eat more than you. And then just start piling food on his plate and trying to, like, like as he's piling food on his plate, like, taking a bite of stuff, too, and, like, being, like, a little bit of a slob, but just helping himself. Very, very good, all of you. Please, very, uh, please, my friends, let me put your minds at ease. I have promised you your safety this evening. I have promised you that if you came to my castle as my guests, I would not harm you. And I have every intention of keeping that promise. Please, I invited you here tonight simply to talk, sit, eat, enjoy. I have a moment where it's almost like that scene in the, the intro to the Jetsons where, uh, I forget their names, but the husband give, like takes some cash out of his wallet to give to his wife, and she like leaves in the cash and takes the wallet. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Kaz just like tosses the chicken wing aside and grabs like the rest of the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like, the chicken. <laughs> or like whatever fowl is on the table. And it is delicious. If uh, whoever is eating, the food is actually uh, pretty, pretty wonderfully prepared. Yeah. Does Strad eat the food? No, he comes to settle at the far end of the table and, you know, swings one leg up over the other and just holds a wine glass in one hand, swirling <clears throat> a dark red liquid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what vintage is that, mate? 
Twenty-five. Perfectly <laughs> aged. I go sit. I go sit at one of the chairs near Strahd's end of the table, and um. (laughs) Can you pass the carrots? Um, and as you say it, the the bull, uh, one of the bowls of carrots lifts itself up into the air and makes its way over, depositing itself right in front of you. And even though I'm like trying to be cool, I go whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I load up on carrots. So, uh, and then Artemis grabs, like, a chicken wing, and he takes, like, a big old bite, mm-hmm. starts chewing, and points at it with, points at Strahd with, like, the bitten chicken wing. He's like, so, what did you want us here? Like, halfway through the sentence, like, takes a big gulp of wine. And, like, I, everyone else in the group, I hope, picks up that I'm being, like, a little more sloppy and outrageous than normal. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, so, uh, you know, what, what, why'd you invite us here? What do you want? Well, honestly, my friends, I must say I am a bit surprised that you have chosen to come. Usually, uh, one attends dinner first and then assassinates one's political ally, not the other way around. But you obviously don't come from where we come from. Also, she started it. <laughs> Yeah, there's no assassination involved. Yeah, we're just defending ourselves. I have no doubts. And I blame you not. Though Valaki has long been a thorn in my side and shall continue to be so for some time, uh, it is nothing that I cannot overcome. But truly, my friends, we have not had a chance to talk properly yet. I brought you to my lands and uh, let you have the run of the place for good sport. You brought us here? Oh, yes. Everything that happens here is by my design. You, so, so you order the... Bastani? Bastani? Bastani, with a B. Bastani? Yeah. I have been here a long time, Callister, and I admit that orchestrating the comings and goings of peasant life grows wearisome. I find from time to time I must reinvigorate myself by bringing... Entertainment from beyond. Sure. If you don't mind me interrupting. By all means. You are my guests. Speak at your leisure. What was my card again? I can't quite remember. What was your card? How do you mean? I, I do so. Oh, you do? Okay, never mind. You you orchestrated this, right? So, Madam Ava? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Madam Ava, she drew some cards. Did you orchestrate that as well? Uh, well, you would have to ask her, I'm afraid, but she did so at my bidding. Guess I'll have to wait till I talk to Madam Ava. But please, I beg of you, eat, have your fill before we discuss business. I look forward to getting to know all of you a little bit better this evening. I believe the feeling is mutual. Baron von Zorovich. Ah, proper titles, proper titles. They do flatter. Very good. But please, eat, eat, drink. We have quite a night ahead of us. I take a couple bites of my carrot. Mm-hmm. And I love carrots so much. 
but this carrot makes me so sad. And I just like, it's like eating when you're crying. It's just awful. Oh. And so I just like take a couple bites of carrot, put my carrot down, and I just like sit quietly and watch everybody. What troubles you young ones, lad? I have prepared your favorite. Carrots, is it not? It is carrots. I'm not very hungry, though. Mm. I understand. The constitution of one so young does not hold up to the horrors of such a dark place. Well, so far, so good. I have no doubt. If you designed all of this, did you bring each of us here on purpose? Not specifically. I trust the Vasani to find suitable candidates. Some are more uh, entertaining than others. But, and you, thus far, have proven yourselves to be quite the accomplished heroes. Gotten further than most, I will admit. And waited longer to come here than most do. I almost feel a little reticent for when you meet your ultimate demise. So, uh, at that... Artemis will let out a big old burp after taking a swig of wine. Like, oh, demise, what are we talking about here? What can we do to make this a uh, mutually beneficial situation here? Now that is my very question. But if all of us had taken a chance to fill our bellies, uh, let me propose a toast to you all. To friends. To Barovia. Artemis will raise his wine glass. To Barovia. I'll take up my wine glass and I'll look straight up and say to friends. Nice. Did everyone raise them up? Kaz is just going to lift. She'll, she will have, by this point, ripped a leg off the board and she'll just rip, hold that up. Trigger mm-hmm. raises no glass up. She won't say anything then. And Strahd swirls the wine around in his glass one more time and gestures the glass forward as if to cheers. And as he does so, a ring echoes through the dining hall as if thousands of uh, uh, of clinking glasses ring all at once. And suddenly, the floor beneath your chairs vanishes. Oh my god. And you drop into darkness. Oh my god. Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to try something crazy. Oh boy. I need everyone to leave except for Callister. <gasps> We will have one-on-one sessions <gasps> oh, with Strahd Bonds <laughs> Oh my, my god. god! Is that legal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fucked. <laughs> the Critical Fail DM Strahdcast features Dan Eisen as Callister, Ned Price Iannacone as Drogar, Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Kay Devine-Jones as Kaz, Tyler Cantor as Artemis, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. The Strahdcast is edited by Kay Devine-Jones and designed by Dan Eisen. Curse of Strahd and its original characters are the creative property of Wizards of the Coast. Our patrons are OP, but it makes the game more fun. Folks like the original Sticks, Allison W., Mo Ray Me, 123, Zaley McMichael, and Emily Little. To directly support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash criticalfaildm and subscribe starting at just $5 a month. 
You'll instantly unlock over 25 Goon-exclusive extended gameplay video clips, including Callister's fateful talk with Ezek, a bunch of episodes of Goon Talk, our patron-only talk show podcast, Kay's keeper notes from our Call of Cthulhu campaign, Madness and Mercy, and so much more, with new stuff being added every week. You'll be sent a code for 15% off everything in our merch store, etsy.com slash shop slash criticalfaildm, where you can still pick up a goon pin button pack featuring adorable art of the party by Rose and Pomegranate. You'll be invited to our private Discord server where all of us goons love to hang out, and you can join play-by-post D&D sessions with the Gaggle, a community of nerds that regularly display levels of kindness and joy I frankly thought impossible on the internet. If you're not ready to support us financially, there are still plenty of ways to help us out. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CriticalFailDM, binge madness and mercy on our YouTube channel, and join us there every other Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time when we do live listens of new episodes of the Strahdcast. Or rate and leave us a review wherever you like to listen. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage.